what does it mean to be healthy as a teacher? I think this is a really important question, but oftentimes has a super complicated and difficult answer. We might think about health and look at health in different ways, but in this special episode, I invited my friend Kyle Krieger to the table to talk about health in a real and raw and practical way. It has truly been one of my most favorite conversations that I've had with a fellow teacher about health in a really long time. And I am so excited for you to hear it because I know that it's going to make an impact on you as a teacher. Now, before we get into this awesome episode, I want to share a five-star review that was left on the Apple Podcast app. They gave five stars and they said, best teacher podcast. Monica has exactly the right words that I have needed this school year. The This Teacher Life podcast is uplifting and offers small, doable tips to help improve both my personal and work life. Her humor and realness are so nice. It's relatable to so many, and I look forward to these short episodes that I can listen to on my way to work each week. Thank you so much to M. B. Cheston. I don't know if that's how to say your last name, but I'm going to roll with it because if my last name was B. Cheston, I don't like, I think I would probably just chest bump everybody. But nonetheless, I want you guys to get ready to enjoy this episode. And at the end, when you have absorbed every nugget and your teacher cup is full, will you do me a favor? Will you head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave a written review? Go ahead and tell us what you think about it because those reviews create so much momentum so these words of wisdom and these ideas and these stories and strategies can be shared with even more incredible teachers who are just like you. So don't forget to do that. But in the meantime, let's dive in to this really fun conversation with my buddy, Kyle Krieger. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. You know, the the whole teacher self-care piece, I I thought was, you know, I mean, I, we've been hearing about it for a half a dozen years or whatever. For sure. But I think it, it, it went so quickly from theoretical to practical over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. And, um, you know, being able to just 
manage, you know, mm-hmm. and, and when you asked me what I wanted to, t- you know, what we could talk about, you know, something that got put on the back burner for me was health. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny because I used to think that health was just like hitting the gym as much as I could and just smashing as much as I could, as often as I could. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now in my, oh my God, I hate to say it late, mid, mid to late thirties. Mm-hmm. Me too. You, <laughs> you, you realize how, how much more goes into, and I think the best way to say it, I, I used to go for fitness, mm-hmm. but I think health is so much broader. It's mm-hmm. so much broader than, than just saying fitness. Yes, it, it is about working out, but it's about my diet. It's about mm-hmm. my sleep. It's about, you know, for me, like I can't go more than a couple of days of working out without taking a break and doing a day of yoga. Like mm. I, ha- I have to work those things in there to be able to, you know, continually, I feel like rather than, and, and I think I'm doing this in a lot of different parts of my life. You know, you were talking about Will with like our book or with the podcast letting go of markers and just saying like, this is the process that I'm currently in. Like, this is the process of getting healthier. Mm-hmm. It It is about setting us. I think the biggest thing it's about setting aside intentional time. Mm-hmm. Like I really have to be about that. Yeah. Well, I like two things that you said there because I think you bring up such a good point about the fact that it self-care five years ago was this like theoretical and now it's this like, no, we have to get super practical about it. And then I'm, I'm kind of curious what you mean when you say like getting rid of the markers, like, what does that mean for you? Because I know what that means for me, getting rid of the markers for me is you have to run this many miles. You have to sweat for this many minutes. Like, what does that mean for you? I I think it means for me, and maybe a better way of saying it is is not prioritizing the markers, having having a better understanding of where the markers fit mm-hmm. in the broader scope of what I'm trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. If you know, when we started our podcast, I was just strictly obsessed with that number of downloads. Yeah, and I and I did all these things like, how can I? You know, if you take an episode and you cut it into three and you, you post it in three clips, you can artificially like jack your numbers up. Mm-hmm. And I got so focused on that. And when it was my health, you know, it, it could be, you know, my weight or it could be the way I looked or it could be what it is. But ultimately health for me is becoming like, how do I live this like sustained life? Mm-hmm. How do I, how do I live a life that I can continue to build on and I can not get to those points? Cause the thing that you do when you like get obsessed with markers and like you were saying, like run as many miles in in this, Mm -hmm. you lose sight of like where you actually are as Mm -hmm. a person and like on your journey. And eventually you're going to hit like that crash point. You're going to redline and, Mm -hmm. or you're going to be out of gas. And, and for me just really making sure that the markers are going in the proper direction they are adding particularly and and i've had to add markers like i really i, I think you know for teachers 
understanding and managing your stress that's coming from this particular profession at this time Mm -hmm. is as big a health marker as like any of us possibly have. Mm -hmm. For me, like having to just accept like this school year that I'm not going to be able to do everything I want to do. I'm, I'm not going to be as good as I think I should be, or I think I could be in certain situations. Mm -hmm. And, and, Do you think that because we're teachers and because a school system feels so data driven, like schools are obsessed with numbers. Mm -hmm. Do you think because that's the life we live as teachers that that bleeds over into our health life, which is why so people are so motivated by I lost two pounds rather than I feel so good when I wake up in the morning, right? Like I'm going to run a 5K versus I'm going to go outside and run and enjoy it. Like, do you think there's a connection there? I, you know, for sure. And and when you're in that, that particular system, like where you're, where you're saying, you know, it's, I think that's where you can get lost in it when you are solely data driven. Mm -hmm. Because if we talk about our profession, it's a profession of the heart. Like, Mm. we don't, maybe there are some teachers that are strictly there for data to say that I've impacted this many students because of this particular set of data. Mm-hmm. The only data that really drives me like in reality is when I get a random Facebook message from a kid I had 10 years ago. Mm. Yeah. Or I have a student draw take the time to draw a, an anime picture of my face. Mm. Like those, those are the data points, but I I think it's 100% a thing that we get so driven by that data that we can, you know, get, get those blinders on. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I think health wise, it's, it's that, and we get, and I found myself in this spot, you know, in the recent years, like, you we shame ourselves when we Mm -hmm. don't hit those markers and we're taking it from every possible angle currently yeah we are taking flack from a hundred different directions Mm -hmm. you know and and really when it comes to my health the other thing like i like about it is it's something that i can 100 percent put on my own shoulders I can handle it myself. I, I, I can, I can control it. Mm-hmm. And I know that's maybe not like the right attitude to have, but in a, in a place where, you know, before this, we didn't have a ton of control. And I guess we didn't realize how little control we actually had until the last couple of years. Yeah. But now when you're in a situation where I think handling my fitness and, and I'm up, I've got a 45 minute window. Mm-hmm. in the morning before my, with my commute and, and with my life after school, I've got 45 mm-hmm. minutes. And my biggest thing is if I can handle that 45 minutes, it puts me, like you said, on the right path for my day. That's as much as of what it is, like you were saying about how it makes me feel versus, mm-hmm. you know, did I, did I shed weight? Am I keeping yeah. track of where I'm at weight wise? I am. Yeah. But yeah. that that can't be the only 
that can't be the only metric when it comes to, For sure. you know, and, and that's the thing when it comes to the profession we're in, it's so easy to just look at the numbers mm-hmm. and, and say, yes, this is the difference I'm making. And we should absolutely look at data, but um, when it comes to myself, I, I want to be reflective mm-hmm. and, and I think data is a, re- is a reflection point for me, mm-hmm. but it's not the only point. This is, there's just so many good parallels here because like when we're talking about like data and metrics and markers, like as a science teacher, I'm like, well, this is qualitative versus quantitative, right? quantitative are those quantities, those numbers, that data, those spreadsheets. And then there's the qualitative, which is the, how I'm feeling, how I'm approaching the day. It's the words that I'm using. And so as an SEL teacher, and I know someone like Kyle, like you totally get the SEL mindset. I often talk about like how our students are feeling in their hearts and in their heads. So maybe there's this interesting parallel that like quantitative is the head stuff. Qualitative is the heart stuff. And uh, there isn't really a balance in our teacher lives right now. Like it feels so imbalanced that we have to get the heart and the head, the qualitative and the quantitative just feelings in in imbalance. Because like you said, we don't have control over a lot of things. This is one area of our life that we do, which makes it that much more important, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, you've, we've, um, we connected, I mean, it's gotta, it has to have been four or five years. So, you know, me as, you know, a very, I'm a very emotionally driven person. For sure. So for me, I have to work that data in intentionally, Mm -hmm. just the same way someone who is incredibly data driven Mm -hmm. has to work that reflection in. Mm -hmm. And, and that's one thing I didn't even mention Um, in terms of health, like the daily reflection piece. Mm -hmm. And I I should have brought it in. I have a little GoPro. Yeah. That I attach to the windshield of my car on my way home. And I do a reflection on my way home as I'm driving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I publish it for our podcast. I don't edit it. I, you know, I'm just like, I'm going to put it out there if people listen, whatever, but yeah being able to even just do that dump at the end Mm -hmm. of every day. Mm. So that way when I'm home, I'm home. I'm not spending my night thinking through and, and I'm not doing the, it's been very easy to catastrophize. Oh yeah. Over the last two years. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a part of, you know, and, and with the health thing, it's just, it's so nuanced and it's so vast that, Mm -hmm. You know, when I was younger, I thought it was just train as hard as you could train, mm-hmm. work out as many days as you could work out and just like you, you could do basically a, a, a body mind over matter that you could just overcome everything that was going yeah. on. Yeah. But you can't like, and, mm-hmm. and health is being able to, especially this year, deal, like deal with stuff and like mm-hmm. be open and I know that there are, I shouldn't say a lot. I know I've talked to teachers who feel like there isn't a space for them to really talk about where they're at mm-hmm. because 
a lot, sorry, I don't want to say a lot. I know teachers who have said they work in a school where the admin's trying to put on the brave face. They're trying to put on the positivity mm-hmm. and, and really ignoring where, where the people are at. So, yeah. I mean, for the teacher fam out there, like the, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put boundaries in and mm-hmm. you gotta be able to accept, like, it doesn't feel like to me that I'm doing the very best that I can because I know I've had years where I was more dedicated and, and it's I that freaking comparison though. Right. Yeah. Like that's an important part of health right now is I right. think we got to stop comparing. Cause it's just, we'll spiral, right? Like right. this year of teaching was not my year of teaching in 2016. This year yeah. of teaching was not even my year of teaching in like November of 2019 like months before the pandemic so yeah that comparison piece i think is something that what you're talking about like principals are comparing it and they're projecting that onto their staff which puts us as teachers in pretty unfair positions because it's like what do we do with that and of course it's not the same yeah and 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 that's the thing that I've struggled with, especially when it, you know, like comes to health, because there is such a mentality for us that we're going to, we're going to do it all. Mm-hmm. We're going to give our all. We're going to, you know, we're going to be dedicated to these kids and we're going to do whatever it takes. But mm-hmm. like, I can only do, I can only do so much. Yeah. Unless I'm willing to sacrifice my health. Yeah. You know, I, I could get up at the same time, but I could get right to school. Mm-hmm. I could spend, you know, less time with my wife. I could sleep less. I could mm-hmm. do that, but that's just not a tenable way to live long term. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a tenable way to stay in the profession either. Mm-hmm. Do you think like so many teachers need permission to hear? Because you use the term give us, give it your all, which like everyone understands that, but Do you think teachers need the permission to hear that giving your all is going to look and sound and feel differently than giving it their all from the teacher down the hall or giving it like there's so much comparison, not just from this school year to last school year, but one of the healthiest things that we can do and understand is, yeah, my all and your all is different. It's one is not better. One is not worse. That it's just simply different. And that's okay because that's healthy. Yeah. And, you know, you add the the Instagram comparison. Shoot. You add that particular stuff. And really, like, I can't compare myself day to day. Mm, good point. I am, wow. I am, I am yeah. different every single day. I, mm. I try to say to myself, I try to hold myself to, I'm going to do the best I can every day. Mm. Because that's what we, we do that for our kids. We understand yeah. that our kids are coming in, you know, and, and something Will said recently, he's like, you're not just getting different kids every quarter, every semester, every year, you're getting different kids every single day in the classes you already have. And yes. for me, it's, I'm trying to be the best I can. And I think to kind of sum up where I'm at, it, like in this particular journey, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be the best I can where I'm at at that time. So in those hours that I'm at school, I'm trying to be the best I can. Yeah. In the hours when I'm home, I'm trying to be the best I can here. I'm trying to be the best when I'm with my family, I'm trying to be the best I can there. And Mm -hmm. I think 
that mindset shifts shift makes me a more well-rounded person mm-hmm. and it makes me a better educator because I think I'm putting everything in its right place. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming in with perspective and also too, you know, me saying that is, is giving some of the ownership to the kid. Mm-hmm. Cause I know we try to say that we can, if we work hard enough, we can get every kid there, mm-hmm. but I want to work hard enough that, that, that kid can meet me. Yeah. I like and, that. And that's really for me where I have to leave it. And I have to be able to, you know, it's about accepting things like eventually if I get a, give a kid enough chances and they're not going to take the chance to do their project, mm-hmm. then, then they deserve to get the F mm-hmm. me making, you know, five parent phone calls, you know, isn't isn't a productive use of my time mm-hmm. or my energy so as like a as like a you know practicality piece because i think this conversation has been just super real and raw and probably really refreshing for a lot of teachers to hear as a way to close out like what's like one practical piece that you could give to somebody who's maybe struggling health and i and i want to say health emotionally health um, physical health, spiritual health, mental health, like what is like one piece of tangible, like, Ooh, that is something that I can run with to kind of end this in a way that like, it's going to like charge people up to move forward and try it. Um, man, get, get yourself a Wilkie law. I mean, would be one. <laughs> Um, for those of you that, that are listening, go find my guy, Will, um, you know, he, he's my best buddy, mentor, all that. But Mm -hmm. the thing that he turned me on to, um, is the journal Mm. in whatever part of your life, like being reflective. Um, and I know it's probably not going to charge people up, like, but they need to hear it. Like Mm -hmm. you got to have the like we we're willing to have tough conversations with everybody else. Mm-hmm. But in that space where we know we're lacking, we don't have that tough conversation with ourselves. Mm. And I think the best way to do that is just to start to write. Like if you're, you know, like if you're struggling personally, like there's a lot of drama around you, write down all the people that are in your circle mm-hmm. and start to evaluate what are they bringing. Mm-hmm. If you're struggling with your health, write down what you are consuming for food. Mm-hmm. If you are struggling, you know, with whatever else it might be, write that down. And then the next thing is like it coming back to the will part, like as much as we feel like we can do it all, like you're going to need help on the journey at some point. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that, we, and that's okay it's it's more than okay that's how we are designed yeah yeah that's how we're designed as as humans and you know it can range from an accountability buddy it can mm-hmm. range from you know reconnecting with an old friend that you know at a time in your life because when i met will i was hanging with some people that were not bringing anything mm-hmm. except for drama on friday night and saturday night yeah but you change that circle and then you know, just focus on one thing that you can change and do better at a time mm-hmm. and and really 
allow yourself to get good at that particular part before you add a secondary piece. Yeah. It's like the, the, the micro habits, like everyone's so obsessed habits. with, yeah. Like the big stuff, like shit, if we can get really good at the good or th at the little stuff, the big stuff will be so much easier. And I know Will would want me to leave you on this. Yeah, um, do it. Don't. You're going to rap? You're going to rap for us? No, I'm not oh, going to rap. Okay. That's I'm how he would rap. want. That's yes, what he would he, want. He would leave you with that. But the point he would leave <laughs> when it comes to habits, don't try to stop a habit without replacing it with something else. Mm, love that. Yeah. You're, you're the best way to change a habit is to replace it with something better. I could not agree with Kyle more on that takeaway of journaling. For those of you who have been a part of the This Teacher podcast for a while, or maybe you have been to some of my PD workshops or I've done a keynote in your school, you know that journaling as a teacher literally saved my professional career. Maybe many of you have read the book 180 Days of Awesome and know that that is so much more than 180 tips or tricks. That journal propelled my career and my mindset and my educator heart in a completely different direction. So I am forever grateful for reflecting on why we do what we do and why we're freaking good at it. If this podcast episode with Kyle was the motivational boost that you needed, the reminder that maybe you needed, then I want to truly invite you to an upcoming opportunity, something that I have actually never done in my 14 years as a teacher and my six years of providing professional development to fellow educators. I want to invite you to this new thing that I'm doing called Monthly Motivation with Monica. It is a monthly opportunity to come and get rejuvenated, come and get refreshed, get the reminder of who you are as a teacher and why you're incredible at this job. It is going to start really soon. And I think that it is going to be a game changer for teachers all across the country. To learn more about monthly motivation with Monica, you can go to monicagenta.com slash group. That's Monica, G-E-N-T-A dot com slash group. I would love for you to be a part of it because I am confident that you will love the momentum and the messages that are going to get delivered every single month. I want to thank Kyle for being a part of this episode. I want to thank you for being a listener and leaving that review that maybe you now feel inspired to leave on the Apple Podcast app. But most importantly, at this time, I just want to say thank you so much for living this teacher life.